Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. From Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge, we're Out to Lunch with editor of the Baton Rouge Business Report, Stephanie Regal. It's business Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. It's not unusual in Out to Lunch to have a guest who's a star in their own world, someone who's well-known and highly regarded in a particular field. It's much less common for me to have lunch with someone who's a real star, someone whose face and name is known nationwide. But that's who I'm having lunch with today. My guest for the next 30 minutes is Matt Flynn, whose name you probably know. Matt was a football star who first found fame as a quarterback for the LSU Tigers. Unless you've been living under a rock or just moved here, you don't need me to tell you that in 2008, Matt led the LSU Tigers to a BCS National Championship and to the number one rank in the national polls. Matt then went on to the NFL, where he was on the Green Bay Packers team that won the Super Bowl in 2011, and he played for a number of other teams in the NFL, including the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks. Typically, star athletes who graduate from professional sports go on to be a spokesperson for a product or buy into a local business like a bar where their name and face appears on the awning. But that's about the extent of their involvement in business. That's not Matt Flynn's story. Matt has his sights set on the business equivalent of football stardom, the big leagues. In 2015, Matt began working on a business called My High. That company launched officially in 2018. Since then, Matt has been growing it, and it's a really neat story. It uses clean, all-natural ingredients, no unnecessary sugars or flavors, and is formulated to match the concentration of sweat which means it gives everyone the closest thing to tailored hydration. Matt, it's a pleasure to have you here on Out to Lunch today. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. A uh, trip down memory lane there (laughs) on the intro, and I appreciate it. It's, uh, you know, hard to believe that, you know, now it's uh, going on 14 years since I graduated LSU and we had that uh, that exciting national championship run and um you know i i kind of look around when i think of those years i feel pretty old but i still feel pretty young so it's uh no, it's good. I appreciate it. Appreciate you having me and looking forward to it. Well, and you are actually a repeat guest. We had you on a couple of years ago with your mom. And, and, and she, I think, is probably where you got the entrepreneurial bug because you all were there talking about a candy company. Is she still doing that? And, and are you still involved in that? Or is My High totally taking up your, your time now? <laughs> well, My High has, uh, my wife can tell you, uh, taken up my time for for multiple years now I, uh, my mom is still doing candy um, she's doing great with it mama Roo's candy I'm, I'm I've never really been involved just uh, except for advisement here and there um, but yeah she's doing great so I mean it's uh, you know most of the local grocery stores are, are carrying mama Roo's candy so it's uh, you try it find it is pretty addictive that's fantastic so so my high is is, is your brainchild and and it's a hydration drink a sports hydration drink what made a former NFL quarterback want to take on Gatorade? <laughs> well, uh, I guess I'll say I'm not taking, I'm not at least intentionally taking on Gatorade or in, any of those big 
the, the big players uh, right now. But uh, I guess the, the story, the roots of the story of, of what led me to want to create a better product, a new product, something that was um, different and just uh, better and cleaner than what was currently available is just really my, my unique history and my story um, just of my life. I'm being able to play sports from a, from a very young age all the way to the highest level gave me a really unique behind the scenes look at, um, you know, the best doctors, nutritionists, trainers that the, the further I got in football, the better and better those people, those people were the support staff. So their job is to make the athlete as high performance as possible from the best hydration, food, workout, sleep, schedule, everything. Um, and so I was able to just, I learned a lot. I mean, I was very interested in the human body and, sweat and electrolytes um, so I picked the brains of everybody that I could um, and, and really the reason why I was interested because I struggled with hydration my entire life um, you know I was you know I, I was the guy you know starting in middle school and especially in high school um, when, when the body starts changing and everything you know I, I was cramping I was feeling I'd get dizzy woozy I would lose sleep I'd get headaches just all these things that you know you can pinpoint some things everybody you know knows the pinpoint cramps you know, generally to, to hydration. Um, but there's a lot of other symptoms out there that most people that are dehydrated don't really know it. Um, when I got to college, same thing. You know, I grew up in born and raised in Texas. It's hot there, but Baton Rouge was was another level. Took the took the heat and humidity to to a to a, just a whole new level. And you know, it wasn't uncommon for me, you know, during training camp to you know be getting IVs and having full body cramps. And you know, I was I was a quarterback. I was playing catch out there in practice. I wasn't running. You know, half as much as, as a lot of the guys on the team. Um, so, you know, I knew it was an issue. And then when I get to the NFL, football's a job at that point. It's not a sport. So, you know, if you're having to miss practice um, because of dehydration or cramping or having a bad day of practice because of it, because, you know, cognitively you're not all there, you're not focusing as, as well as you should be, um, just like any other job, they'll find someone to replace you. I and mean, that's how the NFL works. Um, so I really had to start doing a deep dive into hydration, electrolytes. You know, why was, you know, I was drinking the same thing as everybody else was, was but why was I feeling it and they so weren't. So that was my question. Um, I'm sure you were being, getting hydration. You always see athletes on the field drinking out of their Gatorade bottles or their whatever. whatever. I mean, I'm sure they were giving you something, but it just wasn't working for you. Yeah, it just, it wasn't working. I was sitting there drinking as much and, you know, it, and it just wasn't, I just felt like, after years and years of doing this, I felt like it was my path. You know, I was gonna have to deal with it. I was gonna have to fight these cramps. I was gonna fight this dizziness, this fog, this, you know, whatever it was. I was just, that was my path. That was my journey I, that my body was gonna take. And uh, that's when in the NFL, I really started diving in and doing research, really started picking the brains of every nutritionist that we have and just started finding, finding, you know, better products here and there um, that weren't really mainstream products, but they were, you know, some niche products that were good for something, but they weren't great on everything. Um, and then I really started to figure it out, and it was kind of towards the end of my career. In 2014, we hired, um, when I was in Green Bay, we hired one of the top dietitians in the entire world. I mean, this is This was a guy that had worked with special forces, Olympics, astronauts, pro at, I mean, you name it, this guy had worked with it. Um, and really the first thing that he did when he got to Green Bay was, you know, instead of changing what everybody ate, you know, really the first thing that he wanted to do was collect sweat samples. 
and basically figure out what our sweat DNA was, sweat concentration was. How many electrolytes were we losing in a drop of sweat? And does that vary between individuals? Yeah, correct. And so, you know, what I realized was, you know, everybody sweats a little bit different, just like everything else. We're all individualized in some way, whether it's, you know, minute or a very large gap, there was sweat was different. Um, so, you know, he kind of took that information and he customized what we drank. So we had different bottles in our locker that was basically our sweat in a bottle. So as you're losing electrolytes, you're replacing it. So your body never, never fluctuates. If your body's in balance, then everything, everything works better and you can hydrate better. You can retain fluids better, retain electrolytes better. Um, and hydration, which is basically the foundation of the human body, it's the foundation of planet Earth, um, is, you know, water and sodium principles. And so there's, that's, that's what, that's what it, that's what it is. That's what we're losing. And, um, and so, you know, this kind of got my wheels turning. I, you know, it was, when we did this, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. The, pretty much the first day I started doing it. I slept better. My less headaches at the end of the day, I concentrated better. I felt better. I just had more energy. Guys that were doing this that really weren't crampers like I was, um, they felt better. Uh, you know, got, it's these people that, you know, it's the 70% of people that are dehydrated that don't really know they, they're dehydrated. When they take care of it properly, they just feel better, right? It's just, it's like the lights come on and everything starts functioning better. Um, and so, you know, that was, that was the, the key importance for him was if I don't take care of your hydration first, everything else, you know, any supplement or workout or nutrition, nothing's going to work at as well as you want it to. So, um, so all the other things we do for our performance, hydration is that foundation, that baseline. So, um, you know, this was 2014 and I was kind of, I knew I was kind of like at the end of my playing career. Um, you know, we were expecting our first child in 2015 and then I actually started the company, started the LLC in I think August, 2015. And, um, like two months later, I ended up getting picked up by the saints. So I kind of put it on pause for a couple of months and, um, you know, played, played that year with the saints and then. I called it quits after that and really just started focusing on the company. So when you were at Green Bay, the world famous nutritionist was really tailoring the hydration supplement for each of you individually as, as players. But how does my high meet my hydration needs and yours and somebody else's? Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Um, so when I started this, my whole goal when I started the company was customized, customized hydration for all. I wanted to, you know, I bought a sweat test machine and my goal was, you know, I'm gonna have a bunch of these sweat test machines or I'll have people um, call in and get a, you know, mail-in sweat test. What, so, I mean, I, I was dreaming a lot at that point and I was, I didn't know which way I wanted to go, but I wanted to focus on customized hydration. So really I said, all right, before I do that, let me figure out, let me just start collecting sweat. So I just started collecting sweat samples from everybody. I had a sweat test machine. That was my first investment in the company. And is that a big deal? A sweat test machine? Never heard of them. It, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's actually a, uh, it's a machine that tests uh, for cystic fibrosis, which actually tells you how many you know millimoles of so sodium you're losing in your sweat. Um, and uh, so that's that's kind of what we use as the baseline. And uh, so really, I just started creating a database. I spent two years sweat studying, so collecting you know, men, women, old, young, big, little, what you you know you name it. I was test create a database and uh, after you know creating this database 
I realized that customized hydration is a wonderful thought, but it wasn't practical and it wasn't completely necessary for you know 90% of the population out there. Because you know when we talk about customized hydration, we're talking in really fine, we're talking milligrams, we're not talking huge amounts. And so really what you would do in customized hydration is you would say, all right, we're losing, this guy's losing 400 milligrams of sodium per liter of sweat. I'm going to give him 500. And I'd give everybody that fell within a window of, you know, three to 600 milligrams, I'd give them 500 milligrams just to kind of hit, hit that range. But what we figured out was, you know, 90% of the people we were sweat testing all fell into the same range. So we would, we, if we were doing customized, we would all, we would recommend the same range to about 90%. So I said, you know, I, I graduated with a football degree and I didn't graduate with business. But like after two years, it just made more business sense to me that, you know, customized hydration is a little bit unnecessary dream. And it's a really hard dream because it's, it, it ended up being very niche. You'd have to find, you know, elite, teams, small groups, you couldn't do a, you know, go to college and do a whole hundred team, hundred person football team. It's just, it's a little bit impractical for the average person, for everybody to, to, to help as many people as I can. But what was interesting about what we found was what the, the, um, the average that we were, we would recommend 90% of the people is about three times more electrolytes than the normal sports drink was providing. Um, and so that was another kind of aha moment for me. It's like, we can help people by giving them the better product, but still kind of make it a air quote, one size fits all or one size fits most. Um, that's based on actual sweat studies. So it's my height is the closest thing that you can get to customized hydration, but it's available for everybody that you don't have to go take a sweat test. You don't have to go to the doctor and, you know, and, 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 figure it out and then try to customize it to yourself based on that. So, um, we just felt that we could help more people doing it this way. And it really, and, and the proof since we've felt really our first product has, has, uh, has just kind of given us, you know, it's been like, yeah, we, we were right. It worked. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Matt Flynn of My High. Matt, so who's working with you on this? I mean, do you have scientist partners? Do you have businessman partners? Were you doing the testing and, and development in a lab? Or uh, Yeah, so it's kind of been, you know, I've hired, um, I've contracted out lots of nutritionists and dietitians. Um, I've worked with some universities um, you know, a, a very uh, highly recognizable university was kind of my guinea pig with all this. With you know, a, a team that was um, had a really a sports science and sports research team that was doing the same studies I was doing. They were sweat testing. They were sweat research. You could go up to sports practices, and all the players would have you know cotton balls on their skin. They were they were collecting sweat samples and doing the same thing I was. So I was actually able to kind of compare my um, you know pen and paper notes to their real real studies um and what we were coming up with was the same was the same um was the same information the same data um and so i used that team as well to um kind of be my guinea pig they i they aggressively used it um in the 2017 season and they almost had you know they had an over 90 percent success rate with all their chronic dehydration people and that's not just um you know that's not just 
uh, you know, crampers, but that's everything that they would contribute to dehydration, whether it's, you know, double vision, blurry vision, dizziness during practice, you know, of course, cramping and, you know, falling out or IVs, things like that. They were, they were able to have a, a lot of success with it. So, you know, that 2017 was kind of like the moment where I was like, we did all these studies, we took our time, we made a product that was, that had purpose to it. And now we've proven that it works. Um, so, so now what, now what do I do? Um, I don't know anything about retail. I don't want to go and, and fight, you know, Pepsi and Coke of the world for sure. Um, you know, shelf space, I don't know much about grocery, but it looks expensive. Um, marketing looks expensive. So how do I get the product out there? How do I, um, get it in the hands of people that I can really help? Um, while growing a brand. And then eventually, once the brand is growing and has some product recognition, and then we can try to grocery store shelves and things like that. Um, so I kind of went at it with a, with a, with a long-term goal, not a short-term goal. And, and it's, a, it's kind of a, you know, trying to build it slowly to build it fast in the, in, after a few years. Um, and so what I really did at that point was kind of look around and say, all right, where can I help the most? Um, and I started looking at a kind of, um, you know, looking at, it's almost like an afterthought, um, you know, population, which is, which, which is, which is, which blew my mind at the time that it was like an afterthought as far as like hydration quality, um, was really the safety world. Um, so hard hat employees, um, industrial plant workers, construction workers, utility workers that are in, you know, bucket trucks every day. People that are out in horrible, hot, sweaty condition for eight to 12 hours a day, uh, depending on the job and the time of the year. And also, and oh yeah, they have to wear, you know, PPE clothing, fire resistant clothing, gloves, helmets, face masks, boots, you name it. So these extremely high sweaty situations. So I started looking at it and I started looking, okay, there's a lot of these people. So there's a lot of mouths to feed. Um, and I started looking at the, what was out there and, you know, I was blown away at the lack of quality of product that was there. You just weren't getting a good quality product. Um, you know, athletics and people that take, you know, that get on the treadmill or the Peloton or whatever, that a lot of people are very in tune to their body and what it needs in that world. Um, but in the safety world, not, not as much. Um, so our, my, my goal at that point was really to to dive all into that and really help update the, you know, the ed hydration education in that world, as well as updating the quality of product. And, you know, and a, and a, a better hydrated worker that's working in the heat every day is a, is a safer worker, um, is a more productive worker. And, you know, giving them a product that was just overall better for them um, because they're in very dangerous conditions and losing dangerous amounts of, of electrolytes. And if they're not replacing it, 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 it can put them in a very dangerous situation. So um, that became just kind of my passion statement for, you know, for multiple years leading up into up into this point. Of course, we still did outside of that. We still do, um, you know, we still do sports. It's kind of word of mouth through sports. Uh, we don't do a whole lot of marketing right now. Everything's just kind of been grassroots and word of mouth. No kidding. So what kind of volume are you doing? 
And is it direct, I mean, are you just direct in bulk, like to a utility or, you know, a large construction company, or are you doing basic retail on, on the web or what? Yeah, so um, a lot of our kind of like B2B stuff is, you know, when we sell to large plants or large construction sites, or we, we sell through distribution. So oh, we never sell direct any of that. And that's, that's kind of that, in that world, that's not how it works. You just don't, you just don't go direct. Um, so you sell a lot, a lot of that through distribution. Um, we launched our uh, this past spring. We did launch an e-commerce on our website. We put e-commerce on there so people can go online and purchase. And what we found, we had we we, we had a lot, you know, from what we thought with very limited marketing, not really you know trying to grow a social media presence, which um, you know, we we did a good number of sales. We we had a lot of sales this year. What does that mean in terms of? things that we would be able to what cases or dollars or anything what is good number uh, of sales uh we probably let's see we probably wish i had some stats for it for you um but you know we probably had a, a couple of thousand um transactions you know the average purchase is you know anywhere between five and ten dollars to two hundred dollars uh, we sell, we sell, you know, we, we sell different, you know, sizes. So we'll sell little five count packets of drink mix and we'll sell 50 count packets. And what we found is a lot of people that have you know, roofing companies, lawn companies, painting companies, they'll buy their employees, you know, through our website or um, they'll buy, you know, large 50 count, 50 count cartons for that. Where are you doing your production? I, I see you, you're in a warehouse and I see the big boxes behind you. Where are you, where are you making this? Yeah, that's the other kind of exciting part of this is uh, we, we produce all of our um, My High products ourselves here in Baton Rouge. That was other kind of part of the investment with My High was to build a manufacturing facility for My High. Um, so that was, you know, in the safety world, you know, when, when, employers are purchasing for employees of course they want to get a safety a safe product but there it's also bottom line you have to you have to look at it so a lot of the products that were available in the safety world are very cheap products cheaply made cheap ingredients things like that well that's kind of anti my high because we use very good ingredients very clean ingredients and there was no way i'd be able to compete price wise you know with the cost you know cost of goods and a, you know cost for a packet versus the competitors in that world unless I produced it myself, where I was able to control, you know, the control of purchasing of the raw ingredients, the raw materials, um, and control that cost of goods. So basically cutting the middleman out from a production and ordering standpoint. And that helped us get to a point where we were still, you know, a premium product in the safety world, um, but we're very price competitive with, with all the other folks because of that. So that has given us a, a, a very good uh, competitive advantage. How much does it cost? Like if I wanted to go buy, buy something? Um, so we'll, we have a couple of different products. So our, you know, I guess the gold standard for my high is our my active product, which everything we do is a liquid concentrate. So um, it's, a, it's a stick pack. Think of it like a crystallite packet of, of powder. But I always hated powders, so I made it. I made it liquid. I made it a liquid concentrate, and so it really mixes into the you know your water, your beverage, very clean. And there's no there's no powder, no residue, any of that stuff. Um, so we do uh, single serves that mix into a 16 to 20 ounce bottle of water. And so if you go to um, if you go to the grocery store right now, we you know we're in all the Rouse's grocery stores. Um, you can buy a five count carton of, of single serves, and we have 
Um, right now we have three flavors of our, you know, of, like I said, our gold standard product, which is our My High Active product. Um, and then we also have all those flavors in a My High Zero product. So everything's a concentrate. We don't, we don't bottle anything um, currently. I think that's the, that's kind of the goal, the future goal. And we want to get a little bit more um, footprint into retail. Um, but I always wanted to concentrate um, because it can get in anywhere. It's cheaper to ship. It's cheaper to ship to, you know, big plants, things like that. Have you patented this formula or, or trademarked it? Or it must be a proprietary formula. Yeah, it is. It's a proprietary formula. It's all trade secrets. Um, you know, when I first started, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to patent this. And, and I was kind of advised to pump the brakes on that because when you patent something, you have to tell what that something is. Um, if you like, if you look at recipes, and you know you can fact check me on this, but this is at least what I've heard from people telling me that Coca-Cola is not patented. It's all trade secret because if they patent it, then you have to give the recipe. And then change, someone can change it by you know a little bit and, and do it. But it's a trade secret, and you know our original product. It, it, it was really cool when we developed it because it's a you know there's so much stuff in here. There's a lot of electrolytes. There's way more electrolytes than other companies. So. You know, when we first started it, it was a balance. It did not taste good when I first started taste testing this stuff. Um, and so it took us about eight months to figure out the, the formula, the way to make it taste great. And uh, we've, we've uh, really kind of uh, dove into the human brain about like what it, what it craves when you're hot and sweaty and uh, the flavors that, you know, whether it's sweet or tart or salty or whatever. And we really targeted what your brain craves when you're hot. And um, just made a product that's clean. I call it chuggable. And uh, we want people to get it down and get it out fast and, and feel good. And so, you know, our other product that we have is our My High Big Freezy, which is our electrolyte popsicles. So um, kid approved, my kids eat them every day. And uh, it's just an electrolyte in a pretty much a, kind of like the flavored ice you'll buy at the grocery store in the red bag. It's then the stick pack, You it comes, you know, room temperature then you take it in Take it home, throw it in the um, throw it in the freezer, and you know those sell for five to six dollars at a grocery store and, and on our website for a bag of sixteen of them. Um, and then our you know our, our my high single serves, um, you know they'll spend a dollar to dollar fifty, uh, depending on whether you, whether you're getting in the grocery store online. Well, Matt, I have so many more questions for you, and unfortunately, we're already out of time. So I know I, I you made this very easy, but it's such a great story, and it's so exciting to know that you're right here in Baton Rouge. You're a local star. You went and became a national star, and now you are building a company that that promises to be a, a real national success and a game changer for so many people. So thank you so much for for sharing your story with us about the success of My High and. I'm sure you will have continued good luck with the growth of the company. I appreciate it. Yeah, we've. Uh, it was very important for me to do everything here in Louisiana, um, manufacture here, hire here, and um, really make a you know local company. We're Baton Rouge, and you know we want to create a, a Louisiana foothold before we we spread. You know we we keep spreading, and so we're proud to be in, in Baton Rouge and Louisiana company. So I appreciate the time, and if y'all you know inclined to do so you can you can uh, check us out online at, at drinkmyhigh.com i'm sure many people will do that 
Thanks for being here. My guest today on Out to Lunch has been Matt Flynn of My High. We edited this show to fit into the time slot here on WRKF. You can hear our unedited conversation and find out more about Matt Flynn and My High by listening to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on our website, it's batonrouge.la. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Out to Lunch Baton Rouge social media. Photos are taken by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti. And our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino, Dave Winwood, and Ann Edelman. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansers on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansers is open for lunch daily, 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. Legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com.